Welcome to another edition of the Morning Devotional. My name is Pastor William Hill. I'm the pastor of Providence Presbyterian Church located in Evansville, Indiana. Today is Tuesday, December 13th, 2022. This is edition number nine of season seven as we continue to look at the book of Joshua, just taking some very uh, small dips into the various chapters and seeking to glean some practical applications from each place. Today, we find ourselves in Joshua chapter 9. Let's pray together and we'll consider this chapter. Our Father, now as we come to this chapter and we come uh, to this event that occurred in the life of your people, we come to learn from you and ask that you would indeed instruct us. We pray that uh, through this uh, deception that was wrought by, en- by the enemy, that we would learn about our enemy and we would learn how we might behave and how we might live And so be gracious to us now, we pray for Christ's sake. Amen. Well, Joshua chapter 9 is not a very long chapter, but in it there uh, there is a a substantial lesson that we can draw from uh, from this chapter. The chapter is known as the Gibeonite Deception. The Gibeonites were enemies of God. They were inhabitants of the land of Canaan. These are people that had heard of the mighty acts of God. They had heard of the Battle of Jericho. They had heard of the Battle of Ai. That is to say, the people, the reputation of the people of God had preceded them. And so to avoid being destroyed, just like the kings of Ai and, uh, and Jericho, they decide to seek to deceive they seek uh, trickery and cunning to get around uh, their imminent uh, doom. And so we read of that <clears throat> there, um, the opening verses, verses 1 and 2, highlight for us the people, uh, these, these uh, individuals the, but, that are there in Canaan. But in verse 3, the inhabitants of Gibeon heard what Joshua had done to Jericho and to Ai. They, on their part, acted with cunning and went and made ready provisions and took worn-out sacks for their donkeys and wineskins, worn-out and torn and mended, with worn-out patched sandals on their feet and worn-out clothes, and all their provisions were dry and crumbly. Now, this is all a, a ruse. It's designed to make it look like they have traveled from a very far country that they're not actually members or citizens, residents of Canaan. And they are seeking to deceive uh, Joshua. And as you read through the story, you'll see that it was quite successful. That <clears throat> they set out in their, in, their, um, <clears throat> in their efforts to deceive the leadership of Israel. Now perhaps the most important verse that's in the chapter is there in verse 15. And Joshua um, or in verse 14 and 15, so the men took some of their provisions, but did not ask counsel from the Lord. And as a result, and Joshua made peace with them and made a covenant with them to let them live, and the leaders of the congregation swore to them. So here in the second place in this chapter, the the real lesson to be learned is that the leadership of Israel did not take counsel with God. They did not pray. They did not seek his wisdom as pertains to these people. They are acting with cunning. They, cunning. they are acting with deceit. They are seeking to deceive the leadership of Israel. And because the people um, did not seek counsel from the Lord, <clears throat> they ended up at entering into a compact, into a contract with the Gibeonites, uh, one of which they must now uphold and will uphold um, uh, for generations to come. Now, first, the lesson that we learn from this chapter is that there is an enemy out there, and he is not telling you the truth. 
He's a liar. He's been a liar from the beginning, and he will continue to lie until the very end. He is a deceiver, and he is an accuser of the brethren. Now, that is, of course, the enemy of our soul, Satan himself. And he and his minions will do everything they can to seek to deceive you and to trick you and to con you and to fake you right out of your shoes. And unless we, as God's people, lay hold of the means of grace, that is prayer, and seek the wisdom of God in various circumstances throughout our lives as we seek to make decisions and seek to deal with various issues, we too will be deceived and we will succumb, our, we will succumb to the very consequences that happened here in this chapter. Had Joshua sought counsel from the Lord, he would have been informed as to the, uh, to the um, uh, motives and intentions of these Gibeonite um, people. Uh, but because he did not do that, he was subjected to the consequences and therefore that he committed himself to, all because he did not pray, all because he did not plead with the God of heaven for wisdom. And so whatever it is you're facing today, it could be very serious, it might be very minor, but whatever it is, let me encourage you to always seek the God of heaven in prayer. Uh, trust in the Lord with all your heart. Lean not on your own understanding. This is what Joshua did that didn't do. He, he leaned on his own understanding of things, the leadership as well, and they failed to trust in the Lord with all of their heart. And as we learn to do that, he will guide our steps. He will give us insight. He will explain, as it were, and teach us through his word, through the preaching of his word, through the instruction of his word, how we might behave and how we might live. Now, Joshua obviously confronts these people and their deception, but given the fact that they had made this contract, this covenant, they had committed themselves to this course of action. And it even says as much in verse 19, We have sworn to them by the Lord, the God of Israel, now we may not touch them. In other words, the Gibeonites are safe. They will not be harmed. Now this says something about keeping vows. This says something about keeping your word. I'm not going to get into all that today. But but suffice it to say, the most important lesson I think here in this chapter is that there is an enemy and he is... On the prowl, he is seeking whom he may devour, and he will do everything he can to deceive the people of God. Now, we have a weapon of our warfare. We have the scriptures and we have prayer. And so we must seek the wisdom of God in circumstances in our lives. We know that our God tells us that he grants wisdom to any who ask, who ask in faith, believing that he will indeed give that which we need. And so, friends, pray, plead with the God of heaven, Seek his wisdom and guidance in matters facing you today and in the days to come because there's an enemy out there. He doesn't like you very much. He would kill you where you stand if God allowed it. And so you need all the help. You need the wisdom of the Spirit in order to make good, right, uh, just decisions. Well, I trust these times are helpful for you. And if you have any comments or questions, you can leave me a note. The way to reach me is there before you on the screen. And so until... The Wednesday edition, when we consider Joshua chapter 10, a very interesting chapter in the narrative. May the Lord help you today. May you pray. May you seek his face. May you trust his word in all that you do. God bless.